Good morning. Good morning. And welcome to the original Loretta Brown Show, radio to open the heart, heal the soul, and awaken the consciousness. Good morning, everybody. Mr. Nathan, how are you this morning? I'm doing excellent. Good morning to you, Loretta. Nice to be with you again. Probably the last time for a little bit. Benny doesn't take much vacations, but it's nice to be here and be with you. Yeah. Yeah, and to Benny, have fun on vacation. But yeah, Nathan, it's great to have you. You're just, you do such a good job. Thank you so much. thank you. Yeah, yeah, really appreciate it. To everybody out there, um, it's been a little smoky, a little rainy, and um, hang in there. I got a great show for you today. It's going to uh, encourage you, challenge you, and maybe, I don't know, wake you up. So I am the owner of Reiki Oasis, located right here in the greater Seattle area for almost 30 years. And I do have Reiki classes coming up. If you've been thinking about studying Reiki, I have a Reiki 1 class on Saturday, September 16th. Reiki 2 is October 14th. And my Temple for the Divine Feminine is September 23rd. And we will be doing some work with the Autumn Equinox. So I want to start with the Blue Moon which took place the night of Wednesday, August 30th, or early morning, Thursday, August 31st, which is today. So it was yesterday and today. The super blue moon is the convergence of three lunar occurrences, a full moon, a super moon, and a blue moon. A blue moon, once in a blue moon, is used when there is a full moon twice in a month, And the next super blue moon will not take place until January 2037. 2037, mark that on your calendar. So this is a big event. Um, Full moons are illuminators. And this one has a whole lot of other stuff going on. It is in the watery sign of Pisces, which is about dreams, fantasy, the subconscious. And the energy typically encourages us to break free from self-imposed limitations and release deeply held beliefs about ourselves or the world or old fears that are preventing us from moving forward and manifesting the higher timeline we each deserve. It is an empowering and hopeful moon, and it is the last big energetic push we will be experiencing as we move into the equinox energies of September 21st, the moon is realigning our timelines into a reality that is truer to our inner self. Don't be surprised if you feel like changing course in some aspects of your life by next week. Some of you are already feeling it. We navigate new waters as we enter September, both personally and collectively. Expect change and awakening saturn the master teacher planet and the planet of having to be realistic is very strong with this full moon it absolutely demands that we assess access address and face things head on so we're going to do that in our show today we cannot stay stuck in denial or even illusion or delusion it's essential we deal and address aspects of the past that are at this time showing up in our lives some people have said to me loretta this energy is so heavy well if you're carrying around something that you don't need to carry around it could be heavy 
right? But doesn't have to be. And there's no doubt that what we are facing is possibly heavy. It's change. But, you know, once we face it, we have a far greater future. It's the only way to move forward. It's time for a reality check and a realistic assessment of the past of some kind. Saturn is an Earth sign, and so this may well also show up in your physical body, especially with your skin, an excess of fire energy, a tendency for anger, irritation, and overreaction. None of us would ever do that. <laughs> us little fire signs. So the higher vibration of Pisces about is about us embracing and acknowledging our spiritual nature and the spiritual nature of creation. So the question really is, have you and are you still building your house and future and purpose on the sands of illusion are you building them on the rock of truth? That's that's it. That's it, guys. It's still based on old, outdated ideas. Well, those old ideas are being washed away. They are crumbling. And uh, if you're waiting for one day when it's all perfect for you to be happy, I'm here to tell you that we need to get a little bit more active. It's an invitation to step in. Challenges are always opportunities. And to step into the I am instead of you is, <laughs> right? So Pluto is still grinding down on the North Node, Aries, South Node, Libra, insisting that we shift our focus and our attention to the evolution of the self instead of the external. Um, it, it's time to bring yourself on the inside. You've got to live life from the inside out, not the outside in. And so many people give their power away. So it's not selfish. To take care of you, it's actually self-responsible. Ultimately, you cannot rely on things outside of you. And so today we've got a show that's gonna, you know, give you some good grounding work, create from the inside out, harmonize yourself with the world, and let's get let's do this, right? Let's make it a commitment to love. By the way, there are <laughs> seven planets retrograde. <laughs> not one, not two, not three. Woo! So we've got Pluto, Venus, Mercury, Saturn, Neptune, Jupiter. Did I say Jupiter already? Uranus, did I say it already? All this retrograde energy is giving us the opportunity to go back and, in my opinion, clean up our mess, complete things, make that shift, find the courage, and um, move forward. Venus is going to come out of retrograde shortly, and Venus has been hammering on us about relationships get you some lights over here and it's all about it it's all about um yeah. stepping into yourself so i got two great guests today kate montana and robin duda kate in her book cracking the matrix 14 keys to individual and global freedom if you haven't already bought it and read it would you please just <laughs> order it while you're listening to the show kate montana explores the nature and presence of evil on this planet she does it boldly honestly heartfeltly mm -hmm. and how to see the anti-life force understand its agenda and learn how to break free of its controlling influence and in her book kate introduced us to robin duda and she has introduced us to robin duda in the realm of <laughs> 3d or 4d or 18D, whatever we're in. 
Robin Duda is a minister of soul alchemy and the co-founder and spiritual director of the Sustainable Love Transformation and Training Center in Santa Fe, New Mexico. Robin's natural gifts were dramatically enhanced in 1990 by a powerful near-death experience. She's no longer nearly dead, by the way. She is here. <laughs> I'm just teasing you. <laughs> Mostly dead. <laughs> anyway, this event awakened her to the vital importance of reintegrating lost or overshadowed soul parts. And she is amazing. So join us for our second discussion of six. Well, it's the first set of six. I already know that. And we're going to have a lively discussion around. Here's our, here's our, here's our thing. You can think about it while we talk about it. Transforming apathy and outrage into loving action welcome to the show ladies heartfelt <laughs> love <laughs> i know i'm watching you guys like fix your hair and you do realize you're on camera yeah. no. <laughs> uh-huh yeah, yeah well i don't think i had the cue good thing i had my finger <laughs> my nose or something <laughs> jeez <laughs> It's all good, you know, it's family. That's what I always you know, tell people. You know, it's just family. Listening to that astrology, um, Loretta, I'm just sitting here and we're just going, uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. So you could not be on in a more timely manner. You know, there is a divine hand in all of this. And uh man, we are here. And I really I think our our goodness, our talk is so timely, transforming uh at uh, apathy and outrage into loving action so um i kind of want to jump right in i i want to start with uh, uh and and uh, kate you know your home is on maui yeah and you're not in maui and i would like to just start right there let's jump in the fire shall we yeah no kidding um yeah and i just you know, I'm in touch with a lot of people on Maui, um, most of whom have been there for 30, 40 years, who are deeply tapped into the Kanaka, you know, the Hawaiian culture and, you know, know what's going on, you know, via the what we call the coconut wireless. And certainly it's not the stories that I'm getting from my friends are no nothing to do with be what's being presented on mainstream media. And, and um, you know, quite frankly, this morning, an hour ago, I just received a, a text that has just really upset me. Um, there are more than 2,000 children missing and dead. That is, you know, and so mainstream media is like, yeah, 119 people killed in a tragic fire. And it's, it's such malarkey. And, um, you know, there's people aren't being allowed in. There's roadblocks. There's armed guards, you know, guarding the ruins so that nobody can go in and take pictures of of whatever evidence is left. Um, you know, all of the, the fact that the exits to Lahaina were blocked, there were roadblocks. And so people died in their cars trying to get out, get out of the town. And it's all, you know, it's all, you know, videos and pictures and first person testimony. So the, the horror of it, is so real in me and you know i've been so pushed emotionally and physically i've been traveling for the last month i missed the whole thing physically but i'm getting it psychically emotionally in every other way 
and you know everything in me right now just I want to go home I want to go home to Mama Maui and let her take care of me and I don't know where my home is I don't know how my home is mm. you know I feel the need to take care of her the Ina and her people and and so you know this whole give and take is just like oh my god how do i show up and i can just be all all i can do is show up and be real and feel this and just go oh my god is why i wrote the book cracking the matrix it's, there's such a dissonance between what we're being what we've been taught and the pretty picture or the not so pretty picture of life the the stress-filled competitive nature of life that we've been raised in but the story we've been raised in is just a story it's got yeah. nothing to do with what's real yeah. and I keep having this re-shown to me over and over and over every time I start to get complacent like oh well okay it's it's Jupiter and Aries and you know and you know and, and to try to find a rest space right now I'm not finding it so you know what I've been learning with this blessed being beside me Robin you know, 40 years of spiritual teachings have taught me to get out of my body where it's safe and get out there somewhere to God and be in the light and be happy all the time. And now I'm finding with this work in the whole last year since I wrote the book that is down and in and it's in my body and is grounding every aspect of my being, my multidimensional nature, my emotional, my mental, my physical, my spiritual being in this vessel, which is we keep talking about oneness so and that's the only safe place and to feel everything to freaking feel everything is like oh god do i have to well it shows i'm alive so i'm i'm far from apathy <laughs> i've been through rage and so and it, and it's all okay and to be okay with all of it is one of the is part of is a huge part of everybody everybody's journey right now um, first of all, I just want to pause for a moment and just breathe with you and Robin and everyone listening. Maybe just exhale a little bit, center, pull in a little bit, ground. Um, this is so to the point. It's so to the point. And um, this, um, this event in Lahaina and Maui um, is close to home for me. My daughter lives in Hawaii. And everyone that I talk to, it has affected us. So many people have visited there. It is a sacred place for the Hawaiians. And there's there's something, you know, we, we are talking about this, but, but we it, it's like there's something happening where again and again and again here in Washington State, we have fires over in medical lake is burned to the ground basically and we've got fires up in canada uh, my friends in south africa south africa is on fire right uh places in europe are on fire and i feel like inside myself i'm on fire mm -hmm. uh-huh so you are thank you for your courage your honesty your vulnerability and your willingness to as we say remove the uh, barrier between you and the listening audience and invite us in I really mean it so let's take a moment what can we do because you are so in it I can feel it um I'm going to do all I can not to cry on the show but I might yeah so let's everybody yeah go ahead Robin yeah, yeah I think the fact that we are being so deeply affected by this experience 
because of the interconnection of earth, of all the waters, of our skies, of our spirits, the spirit of the land, the devas, the angels that live around us and inside of us that are us, angels that walk with feet, right? That's us. We are humans with multidimensional experiences that we are having this experience with Maui if we let ourselves feel. And when we let ourselves feel, then we cannot tolerate inhuman and horrific behaviors because we're feeling it as if it's happening to us. Because it is. Because it because is. it is. And everything that teaches us to be roboticized, stay in the mind, leave our bodies. Stay on our cell phones. Get another pharmaceutical, another hit of weed, whatever it may be to chill you out so you don't have to feel. That is numbing you from the oneness. And so many people that are young that have been on Maui that I'm close to are have dropped the the marijuana, have dropped the ecstasy, have dropped the, the mushrooms, have dropped it because it's a distraction from this profound space of deep connection and knowing that I have to be responsible for what's happening to the body of earth. Yeah. And any justification in my mind to numb out, to disconnect, to disassociate is hurting me and those in my space. Mm-hmm. If that's yeah. not enough of a wake up call, you know, the young are teaching me what is needed to pull their whole energy from all their lifetimes to respond to Kate here in, in San Fe, to respond to their dear friends in Maui. We're constantly talking to their friends on Maui um, and just learning what does it really mean to know this is happening to us. Yeah. And here we are in Santa Fe. It could be, it could be Los Alamos, Santa Fe next. Why not? It, yeah. There's something here also, and I'm I'm feeling it. Um okay, so before before the show with my guests, I always connected the heart with people. Um which in my opinion helps me bypass personality ego. We go straight into the divine space together in this space. We are community. And for us as individuals and as a planet to understand that we are community, we are community. And there are people that are suffering and hurting. And when we, it will sound like it's far distant, but it isn't. When we process our emotions, when we have the vulnerability, the courage, the stamina, whatever it is, to face our outrage at these events, and we process through that and we find our way through to the other side, which is love, which sounds far distant, we're helping not only those people in that area, we're helping the earth, we're helping ourselves, we're, we're changing our world. Yes. And we cannot do that if we are not going to look at straight on, which is what was said in the astrology. Yeah. It's time. It's yeah. it's time to wake up and smell the BS. <laughs> and, and, see, and to see how beautiful the connection sitting here waiting for us, waiting. Earth is waiting for us to join her in the blossoming of what's always been this exuberant life love field that is ongoing and is only its only mission is more life 
Yeah, more life. More life, more love, more joy, more, 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 more. And we've been in this constricted matrix that is all about less, 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 less competition, violence, blah, blah. This is not who we are. Right. And and it's so easy to go, you know, let you know, is the outrage aspect is now, well, what am I going to do about it? We have been trained to go into violence. Okay, I'm going to march, I'm going to protest, I'm going to take those son of a guns out whatever and it's like wow to try to find the balance of what really works I, I i know for myself i've 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 struggled with the concept of love i've been so programmed into love as romantic and it's sexual and it's sweetness and light all the time and yada it yada it feels good all the time and it feels good all yeah, the time feels good. Like, well where's the power in that how is that going to stand up against a nuclear missile but to align with life and to realize life and love are the same amazing force and to and to know that this is embodied in this and everybody in the audience and for us to come together and go okay i'm in my body solid i feel this power and i feel this love and i direct my intention i don't have to go to battle i don't have to do it the old way that we've been taught that separates us well and i think this is really the the topic that we were sharing into is how do you allow the rage, which is natural to a system that's being threatened. If your body knows someone has an intention to harm you, and as a child, even spanking, even shaming, even uh, you know a whole class of students telling you that you're stupid and ugly, that will bring up outrage because there's an instinctual knowing that we don't deserve it. We don't deserve to be hit and punished and shamed and scolded and outcast. Yeah. So the kind of outrage that I feel we're reclaiming is the one that has an instinctual knowing of who you are, which is I am love and no one should treat me as if I'm not. But over education, over mentalizing our who we are, conceptualizing who we are, we've disconnected from those deeper negative emotions and made them bad because we can't be compliant if we're saying no, and here we are, these beautiful beings that know what we need, being told over and over, no, you're a bad boy, you're a bad girl. If you are saying no to something, if your body is communicating that you don't like to eat beets and you're forced to eat beets, you're going to be pissed. And we have been conditioned out of our natural response to life. Mm -hmm. And in that conditioning, we think we're bad if anger rises. Yeah. We think something is wrong with us. We're unworthy mm -hmm. and we're shamed and made into an outcast or however it has played out in an individual's journey. Mm -hmm. And then we disassociate when anger starts to rise or the interdimensional yeah. forces grab a hold of that denied anger. Right. And they say, you're hurting because of everything out there. And you have no connection to your self-love and everything out there is telling you who you are and it's all their fault. So we polarize into two different swings of confusion. I'm really a piece of crap and they're right, apathy. I don't deserve anything. I'll silence myself. And then the rage buries in the tissue. And then we have resentment and bitterness and cancer. And we have denial of who we really are and what our truth is. or all of that energy goes into violence and making everybody wrong and you're playing out victim and you're toxic 
dumping it out there and then your hatred that's trying to move in here goes out there and that neither direction which is what we see on the planet all the time either victims that are apathetic and we can't do anything mm -hmm. and we're completely compliant and helpless and we have to do with the government or the big higher spirit tells us that's outside of us and we deny our own knowing to alchemize these two energies inside of us are actually at the core where we need to love ourselves so then we can come into the union of what is true for us and communicate the truth of us but neither direction allows us to communicate mm -hmm. neither direction allows love to come in and flow and have forgiveness and compassion for ourselves and others and to me we're being called at a level that i've never experienced yeah i've been doing this alchemical healing work yeah you know, ever since, well, probably for eons of time, but certainly um, <laughs> since my near-death experience, to alchemize everything that's happening inside of me and around me and find what love understands now about all of that and then communicate the needs, feelings, and wants of a human. And I could go on and on, but <laughs> that's well, what's grounding that exactly is what's going to give me the grounded knowingness and the space to take action not against but action for life for life is going to direct me to oh you know i haven't been seeing my friends on the mainland for five years I, out of the blue i decided that i was going to take a six-week tour of the mainland I missed the whole violence business on Maui for a very specific reason. I, I don't know why, but I'm here, not there. But love guided me away from that danger yeah. zone. And so doing what Robin just said, if we're not tied up in the, oh, I'm a piece of crap, or I'm not you know acting out against because everything is bottled up and not known and not felt, not acknowledged, not mm -hmm. loved, but is then misdirected, mm -hmm now i can ground it and i can take action i can listen and go oh go here oh read this oh call this person and just navigate and that's flow mm -hmm. that's life flowing inside yeah. of you to uh -huh. respond powerfully to get on a podcast to call loretta brown and say hey we need to talk about these issues we need to help people wake up we need to stir the pot yeah and if your gift is to have to open perhaps to organize people you're an educator you're an inspirer uh loretta we we are educators and inspired yeah. but we're also here to help people trust themselves <laughs> to say yes you know what action is correct for yeah. you and you have to go through the toxic rage you have to go through the pain you have to be willing to feel it all to know what your right action is yeah because there's some that need to go to maui and help people organize and come together with all the resources they have and to unify there and to find right response to what's happening. And if you are that kind of person that knows that's what your call is, then it's time to take action. But if you do that action or in your environment or in wherever the fires are, wherever you're being called, if you do that action with the need to make someone wrong, to make someone, to blame someone or to hang someone up by the neck, you're going to be yeah. used to perpetuate the separation forces. And this is so tricky. And I, I actually am feeling called mm -hmm. to speak to 
Christians right now. And not because of any particular reason, but because I am in my heart feeling their absolute capacity to love others and take care of others. And yet what I'm watching is there's this separation of, of, of right and wrong that red we, and blue. Yeah. That we have, gosh, here we go. Democrat, Republican. And we have to end that right wrong into the place of loving action for humanity. And it's no one person's fault. This is happening. This is an evolutionary journey. This is a waking up of all of humanity, no matter where you've been in your journey, to find what loving action is. And I'm so weary of the, whether it's political, sexual, gender-based, whatever it is, I am so weary of it because there's no power there. And it's we deliberate. Are, and it's deliberate. Divide and conquer. How ancient a platform and strategy is that? And I'm not saying that's just Christians that are struggling with this. Everyone I've ever met that's been hurt deeply, collectively. I, everybody. Yeah. And I've had so many indigenous clients and dear friends. Yeah. I mean, I have scoped this territory with every part of my being to recognize we've all been suppressed and oppressed. And we have to recognize that in order to unify and that no one tribe or people are more evil than another. Or more wounded. Are more wounded. Or, or more wounded. Saviors. Or more entitled. It's all gotta be cleaned up. Anyway, I, I just went on a rant, but. You, you're you're perfect. <laughs> we, we are gonna take a little station break. Um, and please do not go away. I love this conversation. I love this dialogue. And I'm right in there with both you ladies. My heart hurts over the divisiveness. It just hurts. And yeah. so uh, this is uh, Loretta Brown, my guest today, Kate Montana, Robin Duda. And uh, we're talking about transforming apathy and outrage into loving action. So please don't go away. More lively discussion when we get back. Energy is powerful. It's all around us. Mysterious, full of potential. Directing positive healing energy to raise your vibrational rate through Reiki can change your life. Reiki master Loretta Brown has relieved stress, sadness, anger, and even helped clients lose weight, stop smoking, and end sleep disorders. Worldwide, people have sought out Reiki Oasis. If you want help with your dis-ease, visit ReikiOasis.com. Harness life's energy. Visit ReikiOasis.com today. All families are different, and some have parents or children with little to no eyesight. But this doesn't stop them from sharing the work, play, love, and laughter of family life. Eyesight doesn't define a parent, a child, or a family. What counts is being together. Want to learn more? Visit us on the web at blind.org. The National Federation of the Blind. Live the life you want. Have something important to say? Want to help improve our world? Need to promote your business uniquely and effectively? KKNW is the answer. Our staff helps broadcasters and podcasters create professional-sounding audio. Bring your talent and let our experts help you craft a radio show or podcast that best delivers your message. Learn more at 1150kknw.com. That's 1150kknw.com. KKNW, talk variety that's live and local. Alternative Talk 1150, here to uplift your day. 
Welcome back to the original Loretta Brown Show with my guests, uh, Kate Montana and Robin Duda. We are talking about transforming apathy and outrage into loving action. I want to remind you these shows are archived at the KKNW 1150 AM archives for the original Loretta Brown Show. You can download it and uh, listen to it over and over again, as well as hundreds, if not thousands of other shows. We're on iTunes, Podcast One, Spotify, Megaphone, YouTube. I'm sure I've Twitter. I think I've left something out, um, but do check it out. I want to start this second part of the show with a little um, uh, quote from the old Irish healer to the soul. It's not your back that hurts, but the burden. It's not your eyes that hurt, but injustice. It's not your head that hurts, it's your thoughts. It's not the throat, but what you don't express or say with anger. It's not the stomach that hurts, but what the soul does not digest. It's not the liver that hurts, it's the anger. It's not your heart that hurts, but love. And it is love itself that contains the most powerful medicine. So there you go. Tingles, tingles. <laughs> wow. Yeah, it's there, isn't it? It's right. It's always been here. Always. It's so always here. how do we love the unlovable in ourselves and others? How do we love the unlovable? I had a whole podcast on that. Did whole you? Show. I did a one woman show called Loving the Unlovable when I was 50. And it was. That was so last, last year. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Right. right. I, wow. I love, love that you asked that question. Shall I just jump in or do you? Yes. Want to yes. Well, you know, I, I probably would be, be better if I, I said, and then you can counter what I say. Because what comes up for me immediately is why the hell do I have to love the unlovable? Mm -hmm. who made that rule doesn't mean i have to battle it it doesn't mean i have to demean it it doesn't mean i have to judge it but i don't have to love it what is that oh i totally can have a conversation here <laughs> <He's in the laughs> well then the understanding the nature of wounding is the key here um many of us think that if we are in a state of wound and we're vibrating unworthiness and then we act out from that place with jealousy or uh, blame when we misbehave, so to speak, from our deep hurt, that it's because we're a bad person, right? We get that label going. It's because we're, we, we have so much shadow that we, you know, are really uh, terrible people. And there are folks that absolutely identify with being terrible people and are good with it. And there are some in humanity that are doing that. There's a whole other understanding that has been rising out of my work with deep, deep trauma, with satanic ritual abuse, with people that were abducted um, by the governmental forces, by folks trained to be assassins. I'm, I'm blessed with those deep experiences. I didn't understand any of what I'm going to share with you until I worked with folks and asked, how does love heal this? And I would pray and I would ask and I would let the person's own love, that was that tiny little spark, show me what needed to happen in their system for this to resolve. 
So there's two different things that happen in someone's body when they have an experience of being traumatized. There's the part of their body and psyche that agrees they must be a piece of shit. Who and why would anybody whack me across my face, rape me or hurt me unless there's something terribly wrong with me? There's just this deep part of us that goes, I must be at fault here. Why would God let that happen? Or why would God let that happen? Or I must be a sinner or however that is. There's so many stories we tell ourselves. Now, psychologists talk about that in so many terms, but I'm just mm -hmm. going to speak about it as an imprint. It and then there's the entities that are spiritual forces that want us to believe we're a piece of crap because that gives them permission to ride into our system and feed off of our light. Now, I knew nothing about this until I decided to commit to loving the parts of me that felt unlovable. So when I loved the parts of me that believed I was a piece of shit, I didn't just disregard them and put them in the closet or send them down to the basement or the earth. Oops, um, you guys are muted. You guys are muted. Not sure what happened there. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Where okay. Go back yeah. to. Are you back? Okay. I I uh, guess. So. Yes. When the two uh, energies, uh, I hope, I hope this is where we can go. When the two separate energies show themselves, which is the self-identifying with, I must piece of crap, which is in our emotional body, our mm, mental body, mm. physical body, and even in our spirit. And then there's an energy that attached to us that is keeping that going. So that energy leaves when we go into healing and loving the part of us that's been hurt so deeply. And when that energy leaves, then we are left with the repair of the parts of us that feel unlovable. Okay. And then our body heals, diseases leave, our spirit clears of attachments. But if we reject any part of our feeling body, mental body, any part of our soul or spirit that's vibrating, that it feels unworthy. We can't bring our eternal love and earth's love to that energy that's in us, which we could call the shadow. So these two different parts can go one. That's not us, which is the entities that want us to separate. And the other that is in our own field that we're here to transmute. Our responsibility is to transmute whatever denies love inside of ourselves and to kick out what is not us. To me, that's our job here. And when we do that, we can help others do that just by our presence. That is so interesting because you went right to, when Loretta asked that question, how do you love the unlovable? I went to, I'm looking at whatever forces killed 2000 children in Lahaina two weeks ago. Oh, okay. So I, ex I went to external, not to do battle, not to judge, not to do, mm. but to be with it. But, and you went to what's unlovable in me, which is fascinating because I just listening to you say that I'm like, how the heck can I get to a place of non-judgment, non-battle, unless I have dealt with my unlovable parts in myself that hate me for being a piece of crap, 
that is therefore going to take that internal self-hate and project it out and do battle. So, oh my God, I'm just getting cold chills all over. You can't have right action on the outside if you don't know who they are inside of you. That's right. And I've, I've said this and said that 12 years ago, 13 years ago. How old am I? So it's the truth for me that seems to keep showing up in all of my healing sessions is when we alchemize, love the parts of us that believe the lie and release the liar. The liar could be mother or father or teacher that said, you're not a good boy. You're not a girl, a good girl. Teacher, mother, father, who was equally twisted up exactly. by other forces, external forces, right. dimensional forces, who didn't know better and just perpetuate the, the family, cycle the cycles, of the, unworthiness. the patterns of unworthiness. So it's a, it's a big step to love the unlovable, but it is the alchemical journey. And so many teachers have, have taught us this. I'm not saying anything that new. I'm just saying it in my way. Yeah. And Loretta, you're brilliant in your healing work. Kate, we all have a way that love wants to express through us. And that's our job is to let that come through. Yeah, for for years and years, I've been doing uh, a similar work, right? The alchemy. And also in, in what I call... Um, erasing the victim, right? Calling in the power. And a lot of things that have happened to people, they'll tell me uh, sad stories. I mean, literally, I've I've heard I've heard it all, really, through my almost 30 years of listening. And many things are very heart-wrenching. But I figured out a long time ago that even as heinous as events might be, it is the belief that you take in about yourself that is the true culprit. That idea, I am not lovable. I am not good enough. I cannot be who I am. I cannot say that. I cannot do that. And it's all of that. So I have to mold and shape myself into a world that is also being run by a bunch of lies. So here we are at the moment of truth. Here we are under the big illuminator of the blue moon. And here we are with all these planets retrograde and, and edging into the age of Aquarius, which is about community. All of it is about community. And at the beginning of that, we're being asked to take a look at the very first step of our journey, which is North Node Aries, which is the self. I am. I am. And the key word for Aries is courage. The first step is about overcoming fear. That's the that's the beginning of our journey. And so here we are. So outside of us is the outrage. Inside of us is the outrage. It's a reflection as within, so without, as above, so below, and so forth and so on. And so I, I just want to kind of pull it in for the listeners. And we're, we're not done yet. The purpose of this show for me was to give a platform for this sort of discussion, which is not always pretty. And... Oh. To bring us right into uh, all around the edges, I've been hearing people talking about this and that, and this horrible thing and that horrible thing. And then they'll go about and they'll go, but, you know, you know, I've got to go to the grocery store and, you know, things are good. And I go, but things are really not good. So we want to get down into it. Once we have made a realization, any realization, even a tiny realization, that somehow we have been 
shaped, manipulated, lied to, coerced, or that things around us are not exactly as we have thought they were, even if it's to the extent of, yes, there are global things, yes, there are, but even if it's at the extent of, I was told I was not lovable, that's a lie, right? How do I, how do I shift myself now that I faced my outrage, now that I'm feeling it? How do I get into loving and loving action? Ugh. Shall I go? Oh, go. <laughs> <laughs> well, this whole commitment to being embodied that we've been talking into, most of us that have been in spiritual work for a long time, whether it's a religious pattern of turning to spirit or if it's just your own way of getting connected through nature, we tend to go to somewhere to try to get out of what we're experiencing. For me, the greatest transformation has happened when I let someone know that's, that I trust holds love for me. And that is some, sometimes it's, you know, I've had six practitioners work with me at once. I've had healing teams. I've had one person work with me at once. Um, meaning it, if the loving presence for you is there, then you have the ability to go into your body, invoke the eternal essence of who you really are, which is love in wholeness and invite it to those places in your body, in your mind, in your emotions, in your astral, in yourself that haven't been vibrating freedom that have been stuck. If you are willing to feel and you don't know if you're safe, then get a practitioner. If you feel overwhelmed by this trauma, get someone, a practitioner that you know loves you. More than the modality, it's whether they care for you or not. And can have a real, real relationship. Like, yes. I'm not going to fix you. I'm, mm -hmm. I'm not the healer. Yes. You're the healer of right. yourself, but I'm going to love and feedback and communicate so that you can access it for yourself access it for yourself and as the earth is vibrating higher and higher at this time there is more resource in nature that available to us than ever before because the earth itself is if some call it ascension some call it moving into a higher frequency of itself it's having its own evolutionary experience that means our bodies are purging what has not been loved yet so to go into our bodies is to say yes to your earth, yes to your past trauma, yes to the pain that hasn't moved, and yes to healing the belief systems that have kept you small and little and a victim. But you have to make a choice that I am going to trust love to take me through this journey. And I'm going to invite someone to hold that love post for me when I forget. We cannot do this alone anymore. I hold pod, pods, small groups, a lot of small groups online. And, and I know you do, Loretta, groups that keep with you. I feel so much that the workshop era is almost over if it doesn't include building loving relationships afterwards. I mean, in the 90s and the 2000s, was, oh, how can you self-heal? How can we be a you know, the self-help movement, you know, we were all waking up and now it's time to recognize you have to be held in love continually by other to help you stay on track with what you need because it's relationship that mirrors exactly what you need to love next. 
and love is not this ooey oh you're okay now just breathe darling and just just breathe and you just go to that nice light soft pink place it's well it can be that but it's a lot it can it, be it's mm -hmm. saying radical truth too it's it's speaking radical truth so once you have that journey of really going inside and that commitment to self and you have someone that can hold a container or a practitioner that's willing to take you through a process so you can access those feelings and let go of those past traumas then you're going to be able to feel what is loving action in my life and to me if you can't have new behaviors mm -hmm. i'm not going to be with toxic people i'm not going to tolerate my mother putting me down i am no longer going to be with my cousin who tells me that i'm a you know, whatever. I'm not going to keep drinking because I just can't go with any of this. Yeah. You have to follow through with what your body needs to keep the love flowing, which is moving yourself out of toxicity, moving away from toxic foods, moving away from movies that are, are violent, moving away from people that want you to stay in a codependent relationship or inviting them into the healing process. If you can't take action and change your behavior, then your inner child and all this healing work, it doesn't, it doesn't register as real because our outer world, we must attend to the outer world. We can't do all of it from the inside out anymore. It is being, we are being called from the outside in and the inside out are both equally important, which is why community is just like right in, in my heart. I mean, our community is growing and grounding and getting land and we're just really moving forward in the loving relationship pieces well and and i think you're you're both saying it very well um he, healing coming back to the self finding that uh, new way of being is a journey so many people are in an instant world. I want it instantly. How many times do I need to come and see you, Loretta? Could we do it in five minutes, right? Or they show up and they have 85 things that need to shift. And I'm like, well, there's a core issue here, right? When you immerse yourself into or make a commitment, I should say, to your own journey, you are going to end up in community and you will end up helping others along the way because that's really how that works. And so, when you fall, they help, help you up. And by the way, I'm going to say this because I've done this work forever. And I know you ladies will agree. We are never done with this work. <laughs> We're never done. And there are times when I'm the person, quote, unquote, in charge or whatever. But I have my own stuff, too. And uh, the, uh, the people that hang out with me recognize that because I'm honest about it. And they can help me just like I can help them. And that's the way we move forward here. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. That's yeah. so real, so authentic. I mean, that I could come on your show and cry and just be where I'm at instead of, Loretta, I'm fine. You know, it's like, no, I'm not fine. <laughs> right. <laughs> and you're fine with not being fine. And I'm fine. <laughs> and I am fine with not being fine. It's so amazing. I'm finding myself in this fluidity. Everything is speeding up and going so fast. Yes. Really and it's fast. like, if I'm not fully in my body and, and allowing all of this to just move through me, mm -hmm. I'm cooked. Yeah. Yeah. If you can't let the river flow, you will become a huge dam. Yeah, exactly. You get the listen to that in the dam. Look, listen to that word wow what gets damned up and what becomes damned and what becomes free yeah 
what becomes free, what flows. So we're we're coming very close to the end of the show. We have a few minutes left here. Um, first of all, before we um, run out of time, okay, I would like each of you to let the listening audience know where they can find out more information about you. And then I would like you each to think about what is what is your message for the listening audience today? Okay, I don't care who goes first. Okay, um, Kate Montana, Kate with a C, um, katemontana.com. Uh, I've got a really great Substack column going. Uh, it's cmontana.substack.com. I don't even bother with social media anymore. It's so hyped up. It's so moderated. It's so whatever. So those are the two best places to find me. And all my books are on Amazon. Beautiful. And I am sustainablelove.com. And you'll go to our website and you can leave messages or reach out to me through info at sustainablelove.com or robin at sustainablelove.com. R-O-B-I-N. Oh, thank you. Yes. You're welcome. <laughs> so what are what is that? What do you really want to say to the listening audience? What is your message, your encouragement, your superpower? What do you want to say? Don't shut down anything. Find a loving space in nature with other that you are allowed to let it all move like the river. Yeah. I, boy, I, we're on the same river. Yeah. Go with the, oh, I, yeah, it sounds so trite, but don't be afraid. Don't be afraid of whatever comes up because I'm learning that all the crap that comes up is love is coming through me. And anything that is not love is what's coming out as a result. Mm -hmm. So all the irritation, jealousy, anger, rage, whatever projection, that's all of the negative stuff leaving me as love penetrates me more and more. And I absorb more and more and embody it more and more. So what comes up is coming out. And be radically honest in your life, especially with yourself. <laughs> Beautiful message. Um, I want to uh, say to everybody listening, um, I'm going to encourage you to be brave, to be courageous, mm -hmm. to step into who you know yourself to be. Your heart is tugging at you, isn't it? As you listen to this show, some people may have ran away. Some people are really deep in it. Some people are like, that's me. There is a call to action right now across the face of our planet. Our great mother wants to love with us. She wants yes. us back and she is calling us. I encourage everybody to go outside in your bare feet and run around on the earth today, roll in it like a puppy and um, go back to your childlike self with joy and delight. And also open your eyes, wake up. It's time to birth a beautiful community of love. I love all of you. Thank you so, so much. Kate and Robin, beautiful sisters of love. Nathan, you're the best. <laughs>